Yay, it's Friday. Man, thank the Lord. Uh, I, I had a, I don't know if this was a friend who wasn't paying attention, if it was a late post. I don't know if this was an error or if they're trying to recreate St. Patty's Day weekend. But I, there was somebody who posted, you know, you know, I love green beer. And I don't know why today. It's like, it's St. Patrick's Day was a week ago. Yeah. So I literally don't know if it was a mistake. Or maybe they just woke up. Maybe yeah. they just wanted some more. Yeah, maybe because it's Friday again. Want to relive that? Who knows? I think that's probably what it was. God, it was it wanting like to a, relive. A million years since St. Pat, Patty's Day for me. This has been a very overscheduled week in yeah. our lives, both professionally and personally. And it's not, it was all good stuff, but it was so much. I am so excited that Friday's here because I plan to do absolutely nothing this weekend that I don't have to do. Like literally, I hope I hope you've got nothing planned for us, Murphy, because I'm planning zero. In fact, one of my friends calls it having a cat day. What's that? Just lay, lay around, around like a cat. Yeah. You know, cats nap all day, then they walk a little bit, and then they lick their paws, and then they nap again. I understand what you're saying about being overscheduled, but doesn't it? When it when it's all done, doesn't it feel good to know that all the pieces fell together? Yes, yes. it's like an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. it you know, does. Like, Man, that was great. It I, does. Yeah, I think we should use this weekend to reconnect with friends that we haven't seen in a while. Fine yeah. by me. <laughs> Jody and Brett want to hang out. You know, I know that. Yeah. So look, we have a big fun Friday show for you. Family friendly box office review on the way. Um, wrapping up your parent fails. You know, you've been telling us all these stories all week, and we realize we're kind of all in it together. We all make these big mistakes. Sam, you have a little bone to pick about it, right? Yeah, because I think a, a lot of the comments we've had have been about, you know, and then my kids just won't let me live it down. But right. I think there's something good that comes out of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why am I so positive today? I don't <laughs> That's know. two positive things in 30 seconds. Because it's Friday. Oh. Coming up next, first Hollywood Outsider of the morning, um, there is a Star Wars Game of Thrones connection coming soon trending now jody's hollywood outsider all right sam i know you're tired of all the new star wars movies you don't want anything new you only want classics i'm willing to watch them but none of them have been you know even that solo movie i did like the solo movie that's the one that got panned by the critics and it didn't make a lot of money but i actually like it right supposedly it felt like the old yeah it did nice it had the feel of it it's on netflix now so oh really yeah and wasn't that ron howard uh yeah ron howard he came in at the last minute and directed it he does not make a bad movie and denarius is in that one too i know amelia clark okay well i'm here to tell you there is a game of thrones star wars connection maybe you've heard about it but absolutely it's apparently true the rumors are true that the writers and creators of game of thrones the television show david benioff and db weiss these two together they write together they are producing a series of star wars films Hmm. it was just a rumor up until a little while but um apparently they're gonna try to overlap these universes one in the the distant past one in the far future they're not over hope they don't overlap i don't want that it's the dragon that made the castle run and- i don't want because you know i'm in game of thrones 100 yeah. percent and can completely relate to all of it but none of the star wars stuff i'm sure there'll be an easter egg or two <clears throat> anyway they want to appeal to a more star wars does in disney a more game of thrones style audience so it's a great kind of marriage and um <clears throat> apparently they're making some films they're going to start filming later this year once all the, th- the game of thrones stuff dies down um films Star Wars films that will be set centuries before Skywalker's yeah. saga and during the Old Republic and all that's so all the stuff you've heard of they're going to take it over mm-hmm. so it's going to be more gritty 
because Game of Thrones is gritty. These and they guys, don't need to work in the current characters because it's all new stuff. All new stuff. Yeah. But you know you appreciate Game of Thrones. I trust these guys. Totally. So um, they're kicking that off, the filming of that later this year. John Favreau's doing that Mandalorian thing for TV, the whole series. I don't know what that is. Which is Star Wars based. It's okay. a Star Wars universe. So see, now that... So, do, do, I mean, is, do Star Wars fanatics understand that these are all spinoffs? Do they tie together or do they just... Are they designed to be standalone? I think the There's, fanatics... You know, yeah. I mean, if you, if you keep up with Star Wars, you know what's going to be connected and what's not going to be. Because that whole Mandalorian thing, I think, is all separate as well. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, on the way, more of your parenting fails. You can tell us, tell us as we wrap it up. Um... The ones that you maybe have trouble forgiving yourself for, but we all do them. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming to you next, Penny. And we do have fun all day Friday. It's a Friday. It's like a full day party. Uh, starting here now and then going through the After the Show podcast yeah. later today. So come hang out with us. More of your parenting fails and um, ones you have trouble forgetting. 877-310-4MSJ. Penny, you have an oops? Oh, it's a fail. Okay, Okay, go ahead. It's okay. You can tell us. Well, (laughs) my son, when he was probably about six or seven, now he's all grown up now, but he came in and woke me up in the middle of the night and said he had a tummy ache. And I said, well, just come into bed with me and and we'll lay here for a little bit. And um, we laid there for about an hour and he clearly was um, not happy. I said, I said, just go sit on the potty. You'll be fine. Just mm-hmm. go sit on the potty. Mm. So he did, and then he came back to bed, and we went back to sleep, and the next morning he's still complaining, still complaining, and so I called the doctor. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what's on. Said, we'll just bring him in. He'll, we'll see what's going on. He was um, admitted with uh, appendectomy oh. <laughs> all night. Wow. wow. Yeah, he Oh, he was fine, obviously, but oh my gosh, what a horrible fail that was. Well, well, uh, first of all, if your kid comes to you in the middle of the night with a tummy ache, you did let him into your bed, you did console him, you did tell him to go to the bathroom, which is exactly what I would do. Yeah, and you probably did that a dozen times on other occasions. Yeah, it's really not, I mean... Standard parenting procedure. Yeah. Uh, That's what I thought, but unfortunately, yeah, wrong book, wrong time. So I I, I need multiple manuals uh, back then of parenting, and there's just nothing. There's nothing out there. Right. (laughs) That's pretty young for something like that, isn't it? I mean, uh, I don't know. It's, oh my gosh! There was a young man about the same age in the same room at the really? same time. So wow. apparently, it happens. Poor thing. I guess every time so he sneezed the- after that, you were mm. on it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the call, Penny. Wow. But, uh, I know. I, Ouch. I, it's funny how you wind up blaming yourself, even though you know you actually did. It was hard no to way, right? hard to forgive yourself for. Right. I guess the the most. Thank you, Penny. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, it's Sam's favorite time of the year. The songs that are going into the National Registry, these are the best of the best, and you probably know every single one of them. Sam's got music news. Every year, the Library of Congress adds new songs and TV shows, monologues, yeah. speeches to the National Re- Recording Registry. 
Uh, they've it's been doing this honor. for and 17 years. Is this just a historical thing? Is this, or, or is it an acknowledgement? Yeah, of- it's to it's to ensure proper storage and preservation of certain pieces of audio okay. for eternity, posterity, for everything. Like they, a vault. They keep it in a special place somewhere in Virginia. It's not like you can go down to the library and check these things out. Right. Uh, they put 25 things in every year. They've been doing it for 17 years. So do the math. We got 525 things in there right Wowza. now. Okay. Uh, and I love this time of year whenever they announce what they're putting in because it covers everything. They've got old piano rolls. They've got old, you know, RCA Victrola tubes, the cylinders, all kinds of CDs. stuff. CDs. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> actually, they do come For up real. to the present. Uh, here's yeah. some of the songs you're gonna you're gonna know that they're putting in the registry this year. Richie Valens, La Bamba. <gasps> Uh, you know, this is one of those songs that you go to sporting events, wherever you hear this, everybody knows the lyrics. Yeah. It's simple yeah. enough to sing. Yeah. Um, Soul Man from that. Sam and Dave is going to be put in there this year. Oh, wow. Oh, awesome song. Earth, Wind, and Fire, September. That's not in there? For real? Actually, this year is going to be a fun year to go hang out at the Library of Congress with all these songs they're putting in this year. Cindy Lauper's album, She's So Unusual, from 1983, is in there. And that's the one that has uh, girls just want to have fun. Yay, Cindy. And Shebop. You know, remember yeah. Shebop? Oh, I know it. That one's on there, too. The one you go to baseball games to sing, every baseball game, including the Red Sox, Neil Diamond. Wasn't he singing that for the firefighters last year? Yes, Remember he that? was. Oh, he was. Yeah. So yeah. good. So Love good. Uh, Jay-Z's uh, 2001 album, Blueprint, has gotten put in there. Cool. And this is the fun one, too. The box set from 1998 of Schoolhouse Rock. Conjunction, junction, what's your yes. function? This is like every one of these this year is just a cool Yeah, thing. really good choices this year. Yeah. So there's actually somebody that puts these in a case, takes them to the vault, and they get stored yeah. in the National Registry. And I, I'm assuming you can go and pull them out or you know sample them or something. Everything's probably... Convert it over to MP3 for posterity's sake. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, more of your parenting fails. Uh, you can tell us. 877-310-4MSJ. Call us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text us. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, um, your parenting fails. Little or big, you got to forgive yourself. You have one, Amanda? I do. So my parenting fail is my son was about six months old. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we lived in Minnesota, about 10 miles from Canada. So it was like 20 below. I went out mm-hmm. and I started my car, left my son in the house, of course. And I came back in the house, got myself all ready, got my son ready, and got grabbed my purse mm-hmm. and went out to the car, mm-hmm. started to put it in reverse. And I was like, okay, buddy, let's go to the grocery store. Turn around and I left him in the car, in the house with his car seat. <laughs> oh, right. Um, and I walk in and he's just smiling away, sure. all bundled up. And I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" That's, yeah, that's not even that bad, though, because he was in your <laughs> no, house. It's yeah. not. Right. <laughs> I still felt terrible. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I almost left him at home and went to the grocery store without yeah. him. Yeah, your brain when you have a little one and you have places to be and things to do and things to do for them, your brain is so scrambled. It's going to happen. It does. Absolutely. Oh <laughs> At least he doesn't remember it. So that's <laughs> And you know the car seat with the bar on top of it, which is the handle. Yeah. I've got a friend who, when we were both at that stage of parenting, where we both had car seats, we both had babies at that size and age, 
you know, you pick up your the car seat sometimes with your keys in your hand or whatever. You're just trying to get it all done. Her keys were in her hand and she dropped the keys on the baby's face <laughs> and she felt horrible. Can you imagine that? Keys on the oh. face? Oh. Uh. Poor little thing. Yeah. Yeah. He never knew it, though. What was that? Exactly. You know? won't remember. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. You know, um, uh, you know, a lot of new cars have the reminder to, to make sure that you don't forget your child in the back seat. But there's no way yet. There's no reminder, I guess, to remind him to, to remind you to get him out of the house. Yeah, to me, it's like it wouldn't take but a, unless your mind is really somewhere else, which is what happened yeah. here. Thank you again. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in anytime. Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Some surprising personal news from one of the queens on Game of Thrones, uh, the girl who plays Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Her name is Amelia Clark. Her big health scares and what she's doing about it now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Some surprising news this week from superstar Amelia Clark. And of course, Daenerys. she's from Game of Thrones. She plays Daenerys Targaryen. And, yeah, Targaryen. Yeah, or <laughs> she, Khaleesi. She was also in the Star Wars solo movie. Yes, she was. I think. Expect- I was so happy when I saw her. I was like, <gasps> it was an important part. Um, I, I expect her to land any job she wants really now after she's wrapped filming Game of Thrones. But now this surprising news that landed this week, it was an essay published in The New Yorker where she gets very real about some stuff that was happening to her personally during filming Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. She suffered two brain aneurysms. I thought those killed you. They can kill you, but apparently they don't have to. And so here comes the education. She said her first aneurysm, she didn't know what it was, came in 2011. She was working out with her trainer. She did a lot of personal training during all the filming because so many times she had to... Yeah. You know, do her her clothes burned off and stuff like that. Okay, she said she was so fatigued she could barely put on her shoes, and she had to force herself through the first few exercises. Then she got violently ill and and was in terrible pain, and so they brought her to the hospital, and that's where she got this diagnosis of this hemorrhage going on around her brain. They did this, and she said she had some really bad moments where she thought, I'm going to die. Yeah. I want to die. She said it was so violent and, and painful. Uh, they did a minimally invasive surgery, and she was fine. Then in 2003, she had a smaller one on the other side of her brain that finally popped, hmm. is what she wrote about in this essay and told. And so this was all going on. You know, well, I guess we didn't during, realize it because she was still acting she, away. And I love that they were able to keep it private until she was ready to talk about it and do this essay yesterday. Thank God she's got dragon blood. Oh, stop. Uh, she also, uh, you know, you're saying that, but earlier this week, I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that yet. And uh, she said that she was just kicking off her brand new organization that's been a couple of years in the works and it's mm-hmm. dedicated to brain injury and stroke rehabilitation for, well, there you for go. young people. Right. So it's all tied together. Okay. What's it called? Uh, it's called Same You. Same You dot org s-a-m-e-y-o-u that's why she's really lovely i hope we see her in much more you know and i hope she doesn't die at the end of the season (laughs) (laughs) like Uh, everybody else okay speaking of joe jonas is uh gonna get married to sophie turner from game of thrones soon you know that yeah the wedding is supposed to happen in june in the south of france coming up in your next hollywood outsider this morning around 755 lady gaga is dating again it's not bradley cooper but it is somebody you know Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. The fun part about Friday is we pick a favorite moment from the week. It's Jody's turn. Jody's Friday favorite. Well, usually it's from pop culture, okay? So we had a lot of fun stuff in entertainment news this week, like... A lot of trailers. We got the trailer for Stranger Things Season 3. We're not kids anymore. 
It's so 80s-licious. Oh, my gosh. It only took forever to get here, though. Yeah. We're just going to sit in my basement all day. Play games for the rest of our lives. Everybody's older, but it's even more authentic 80s than the last time. And here's Hopper. It is important to me that you feel safe. Okay, Hopper. I do with you around. Um, Hopper's got a different look, too, this time yeah, around. Yeah, they're all changing and gross. Like, yeah. what, 85 for this? 86? July 4th, 1985. Right, okay. And it debuts on Netflix this summer, July 4th. If you've not seen it and you like this show at all, you have to see the trailer. I'm it ready. is so good. It's like a little mini motion picture that will get you excited. And 11 looks 18, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, <laughs> um, we also had um, from Disney Pixar... The first full-length trailer for the upcoming Toy Story 4. We have to find them. What do we do, Buzz? What would Woody do? Jump out of a moving vehicle. Let's go. You gotta go. You gotta go. And look, I didn't think I wanted this storyline with anybody but Andy, and now it's the you know Bonnie's the kid. Yeah. There's a there's a toy she made that she loses, so everybody goes and tries to find it for her. All for the kids. It's all for the kids. And it hooks you in. You feel something when you watch this. And Tom Hanks even said in an interview this week, it is a moment in time. It's very profound. So don't just, you know, think well, you're going to hey, show up and have more Tom of the same. Tom Hanks says that you can take it to the bank, and right? Woody, um, not Woody. Um, Buzz? Tim Allen, Tim Allen. Buzz Lightyear said the same thing in a completely separate interview. He was like, oh, wow. They're really making a statement, you mm-hmm. know, about, I guess, childhood yeah. with this one. And then my favorite thing in entertainment this week, uh, you know, Jessica Simpson had her third baby. Had a beautiful, healthy baby girl the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, she already has two children, and the name of her child is the cutest thing I've heard in forever. Well, except Hollis, of course, Sam, your grandson. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Jessica's baby girl's name is Birdie May. B I R D I E. Yeah. Birdie May. How cute is to that? To go along with her son, Ace. That's right. <laughs> well, when I hear Birdie, I think Mad Men. I know you do. that's what Don Draper called his ex. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorites. It's like a trifecta from Jody. And okay, you know, I yeah. guess what's coming up really should probably be a Friday favorite, too. Ooh. Technically. Yeah. Game of Thrones merchandise. I'm not much on merch, but mm-hmm. if you love the show, you need to know about this stuff. That's next. Okay. Come join us after the show for Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. Oh, by the way, in case you missed it, there was an after the show podcast earlier this week. 100% Game of Thrones. If you're a throny, you're going to love it with all the predictions and all that. Yeah, we went around the table and did our predictions with my cousin Candace, who is way throny. Like, it was so awesome, and we called it the Thrones cast. Yeah. I wasn't here for that podcast, so. I know, we missed you. Not that I would have had anything to contribute. You would have, Murphy, you'd have been making dragon jokes. I missed it. I actually missed all your your Game of Thrones puns. Yeah, and Khaleesi jokes. Right. Uh, Khaleesi is no doubt my favorite character. Well, I don't know. Sansa's got it going on, too. I love Sansa. There's a lot of Game of Thrones Merch. I saw Game of Thrones Monopoly the other day. I'm like, yeah, I still don't want to play it. What? But <laughs> why? I want to tell you about some really cool stuff. Um, for your dog, you can buy a dog bandana that says Dire Wolf in Training. <laughs> that would look great on a Chihuahua. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, See, that's Sam, merch that makes sense to me. Right. Sam, you would like the sweatshirt hoodie that says The North Remembers. Hey, that works into the family name. I know, right? Um, there's a long claw letter opener. That's kind of cool. Yeah. My cousin Candace Murph, you don't even know this yet. We had a conversation the other day after the podcast that um, she may be in town for the app 
actual finale in May, the final episode. She said she'd come to the house and watch it with me, so I may buy some goblets or something. I mean, I may have we may have to toast. Oh. You know, really? you know what? I'm surprised, too, I'm surprised that yeah. nobody has done the keep calm and don't lose your head shirt. Oh. <laughs> no keep calm that. and winter's coming. Other yeah. um, like merch you can look for for a crazy mad fan for this final season, dragon egg candles. I would do that. Uh-huh. And my favorite thing. Well, that's kind of cool. It, I, ha- I just that's realized cool, talking actually, about all of this, I have three things, t-shirts. Candace gave me a mother of bearded dragons shirt. Yeah. Sam, you gave me two Game of Thrones things over the years. You gave me a I drink and I know things t-shirt, <laughs> which I have. Yeah. And then you also gave me my favorite one. It just says Hodor. <laughs> I saw that one last year and I was like, God, this is definitely Jody. And you know, that must that's probably the best uh, Game of Thrones merch you can buy. Yeah. Hodor doorstop. It's got his picture on it. And he's oh, a doorstop. Oh, doorstop. That makes sense. Hodor. Okay. Hodor, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So that's the hottest merch right now, or just that's like randomness? The, that's the hottest Game of Thrones merch. Yeah. I still want the Stark family sigil with the, the wolf mm-hmm. on the back of my car. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Christmas is coming. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We've been hearing a lot this week about your parent fails. Yeah. And a lot of the, the similar things we've heard is that, you know, the kids never let you live it down. Yeah. But I think that's actually a good thing. I'll tell you why next. So uh, the weekend is almost here, and if there's anything that you missed this week, catch up on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. That's easy. One of the things we've kind of been uh, touching on this week is parent fails. Kind of been. It's been unbelievable, the response. If you're a parent, you have failed, you've done oops, and you feel guilty about it. Yeah. And I had, of course, I had mine paying paying too much attention to the grandchild and forgetting about- Forgot to pick up Jackson. Forgetting about the child. But one of the uh, common themes I've heard from pretty much every parent this week Mm -hmm. is about how the kids never let you live it down. Right. Somewhere down the road, your child brings it up at Thanksgiving or wherever- but we do that as adults too though you know that oh well adults don't let each other off the hook when funny things happen Mm -mm -mm -mm. and it it reminded me that my kids have done this all five of my kids have done this to me at some point in time but about your fails it's it's to me i find it to be a good thing though it's, it's, it's it depends not, on who, who it is and how they're handling it, really. Well, I guess it depends on the family it relationship. Does. Yeah, If it's endearing, if it's picking, yeah. you like sort of just, as long as someone doesn't take it too seriously. Yeah, well, it's like Murphy said, adults do it to each other. Usually sure. usually funny, and that's how right. my kids have always done it to me. I remember, yeah. remember the time when... Uh, Those are the fun things in life. If you didn't have that, you wouldn't have a story. Yeah, and also, too, to me, no matter how goofy it gets it's it's a memory that you made with your child it's true i mean it may not be a great memory you you left them in the house or left them at daycare and forgot to bring them home right but it is a memory memory. that at some point in time it's going to come up funny or not and they may one day be able to relate to it when they are in the in the thick of it in parenting yeah oh it's i'm gonna tell you that's my favorite thing when taylor and phoebe call back anything and they and there are a million of them i mean it's the you know hey dad look it's a josh groban song ha ha i mean there's so many different things that they call out like that and and Mm -hmm. i find it all to be endearing you do have to have a sense of humor about it super special yeah Yeah. i mean for any i mean to me i guess unless somebody's saying it in a way that is truly mean i mean you most of the times it's going to be endearing most of the time it's going to be done as sort of a elbow in the side if you're lucky enough to be in that kind of family yes if you're not and it's hurtful protect yourself and get away from that because you know get your new family we all make mistakes 
Coming up next, the family-friendly box office review. What movie's opening up this weekend and then something new on Netflix that maybe you want to be sure that somebody in your house does not see? That's next. And we'd love to keep up with you all weekend long. Like us on Facebook and we can do just that. Or you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Okay, here's what's opening today. It's a horror movie with... Winston Duke, Lupita Nyong'o, and Elizabeth Moss. This is a big cast. It's horror. There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scare of a family? Put your shoes on. Wait if for you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Awesome. Director Jordan Peele, a group of doppelgangers terrorizes a family. Now, Jordan Peele had the cast watch 10 horror films, and he picked them all so that they could get in the right frame of mind for what they were actually doing. Um, they watched The Shining. Hmm. They watched The Birds, so they went back a little ways. They even watched The Sixth Sense. Kind of Jordan Peele cool. is a you know comedian with mm-hmm. Key and Peele, and he's turned into this Direct, yeah, this, creative. This scary movie director. He's doing the Twilight Zone reboot on Ooh, CBS, too, yeah. coming up. Which seems really, really spooky. Yeah. So is Elizabeth Moss in the scary role in this one, or is she in the. I haven't you seen know? where she is, but I'm saying. She can the whole play thing, both characters. She can do both characters. This thing is scary to me. <laughs> um, okay, so we also have something that we just have to throw this out there because you're going to hear a lot about it. And um, it's raunchy. I read a page from the book it's based on. It's on Netflix. It's the Motley Crue story called The Dirt. It could have happened to anybody, but it didn't. It happened to us. How they got together, their start, and this is a collective autobiography, the book, mm-hmm. and so it's collectively told like that in this film, meaning mm-hmm. one chapter is uh, Nikki Six, and the next chapter is Vince Neil, and the next chapter is Tommy Lee, so it's like they're all telling their version of how things happen, and sometimes it doesn't really match up, and sometimes it does. Yeah. They saw things differently. For various reasons. <laughs> wild rock and roll antics you've ever thought mm-hmm. times 10. Yeah, you said the book doesn't hold anything back, huh? I had to put the book down and take a shower to discuss it. I only read a couple of pages. So yeah. um, maybe your kids who are into music maybe shouldn't see this. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Us is rated R, and uh, I'm sure this one's probably TVMA. <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. All right, keep your calls coming. We love hearing from you this week. We've been doing your parenting fails, your stories about what happened that you have trouble forgiving yourself for. Monica, you're next. 877-310-4MSJ. Give us a call anytime and jump in. 877-310-4MSJ. Monica, you want to tell us about your parent fail? Oh, yes. So my children, my boys, love Marvel. They Mm -hmm. think Marvel is like the best. And when they were advertising that Deadpool was going to be coming out. Oh, no. We were also excited about going, yeah, to see Deadpool. And so we were one of the first people to go and see the movie. Sure. And I was thinking, you know, it's Marvel. It can't be bad. It's okay for the kids. And so, so I take them to Deadpool. We go in there and we're sitting there watching it. And I'm like, uh, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rated R. Yeah. Right. And so we get up and we leave the theater. You left in the middle or did you stay? <laughs> oh, no. We left like 
close to the beginning. Okay. As we're walking out, I go to the front um, where they are sitting and, you know, the office people. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that's Marvel. And they started laughing. They're like, yes, we know. And I'm like, seriously? Yeah. That's a Marvel movie? Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, and they just handed me my money back. (laughs) Oh, really? Well, that's good. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. There was no, nobody said anything to you about bringing your kids in there then. I guess they, they don't. They did afterwards. Yeah, afterwards, right. everyone started posting on Facebook about how Deadpool's not for children. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that would have been nice to have known prior to taking them. Yeah. So, um, to make me feel even better for Mother's Day, <laughs> my husband and the boys got me a Deadpool t-shirt. Of course. Because <laughs> you'll never live it down. That's I can't live it down. So no, funny. No. <laughs> That's why we do the so. family friendly box office review around around here and you may you must have missed it when that was happening cuz <laughs> Sam was like this is definitely a grown up yeah. superhero movie not for children. Crazy. Yeah. Thank you. Love your show. Thank, Thank you. you Call us anytime. We appreciate it. <sighs> you know you all you you have that moment too with your kids the first time you ever watch something that's a little bit objectionable with them next to you. I mean, we we let our girls watch Grease really early on. And that caught me totally off guard because I I I didn't think twice about that. And it's like, how racy Rizzo was. Yeah, right. (laughs) All right, thanks. Uh, Jump in anytime. We love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. See who Lady Gaga is spending a lot of time with lately. Bradley Cooper. No, not anymore. Another man in Hollywood that you know. Bradley Cooper. And uh, Vanessa Hudgens is coming to Netflix. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Lady Gaga, after all the Star is Born business and her called off engagement last month from her fiance, Christian Carino, uh, looks like she might be dating again. Oh, so she's finally going to admit Bradley Cooper. No, Stop it. The world needs to stop it. Mm-hmm. They sold us something so that that movie could sure. soar, and they did it well. Look, you stick to your belief, I'll stick to mine. Jeremy Renner. You know him in what? Hollywood. Actor Jeremy Renner. Now, he, here's the deal. Neither have confirmed that they're dating, but they are spending a lot of time together. Unless they're working huh. on some sort of movie. They and Jeremy Renner. How'd um, they meet? In Hollywood. Oh, probably, I know, but Probably at a party. Some, some reason. An Avengers party. Sam. Or- at some party, I'm sure some gala they probably met. Oh, I know what it is. Here's your connection. Bradley Cooper. You know, she and Bradley are together. Bradley is uh, the Rocket Raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. And there was some so big Marvel party. there's probably a big Avengers get... Marvel party. Because uh, Jeremy go. Renner is Hawkeye. Right. Anyway, they've been spending a lot of time together. And she's even spending time with his six-year-old daughter, Ava, which mm. sounds pretty serious. And so be it if she likes him. So is she going to get a walk-on in the uh, final Avengers? Oh, God, if she wanted it, that would be so awesome, wouldn't it? I don't know if Marvel fans would love that. Moving on, I've got some Vanessa Hudgens cool news. We're breaking free. It doesn't involve Zac Efron this time, but here. No more High School Musical. Um, I want I want you to think ahead to Christmas time. Move over Hallmark Christmas movies because Netflix is bringing us Christmas movies. Remember last year, the one with Kurt Russell that was oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. one they've ever done? Mm-hmm. They're doing another Christmas movie, and she, Vanessa Hudgens, will star in and executive produce it. It's called The Night Before Christmas, K-N-I-G-H-T. 
Ah. Okay. It's about a medieval English knight who's magically transported to present day where he ends up falling in love with a high school science teacher. Vanessa. Vanessa. Yeah. She's also busy. She's going to be starring in, uh, getting busy with uh, production of Bad Boys for Life. She's starring in that with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Mm. And they get work, get working on it. So I wonder Hutchins, if the night before Christmas will have dragons and other Game of Thrones type it's stuff. An, it's a night. Yeah. Why not? And maybe she could even sing. And it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, look for it on Netflix in December. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30. Everything we know about Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's upcoming wedding. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. As you know, my lovely redheaded wife Jody over here is uh, is a dog foster person, and we've done that for a long time now. We're over forty fosters throughout our time together with our family, something like that, right, Jody? I think that the current foster is foster number forty one. Yeah. Do you get a certificate when you hit fifty? No, <laughs> there's no no no. You a just medallion to do it. Yeah, we're just counting because we're all, I don't know counting. Yeah, and amazed. I mean, it's it, it's cool, and you know, it, you, once you've done this for a while, you realize that there's a timeline where they fit and then it really is time for them to find their you know permanent home and our pack is great that's what makes it easy for these foster dogs but i think that she is now becoming sasha has become a little bit of a challenge for us now because she now does has decided that she does not want to go in the crate anymore at night two or three weeks in she's like nope and over it she she really she loves to lay on the sofa which for a lot of people that's not a big deal but we don't let our dogs on our furniture we just don't she so we started using the laundry room. Not a problem. Yeah. Well, apparently that's room. that's too contained. Also, now she will not go into the laundry room, and she won't go into the crate. And I mean, I tried everything. I, first off, I tried those little Glandex things that we give to Ashley. You know, which hey, they're peanut butter and bacon flavors. Yeah, they're tasty and they're helpful. Right. Exactly. Uh, so you know, all the dogs love those. She won't go into the crate for that. She's smart. I'm. T- she so, knows when you're tricking her with a treat. Uh, and the you know what we need to bring back out cheese balls. She no. loves cheese balls. That's no. how I got her in the crate in the That's first place. That's not going to work. This is why. This is it? where I'm going with this because I kicked it up a notch last night, uh. and Jody had pork tenderloin left over, and I'm like, if anything's going to get her in the crate, it's going to be a slice of pork tenderloin. Wow! And so it when, didn't. It didn't work. It did not work. I literally, when I, I I walk her to the crate, you know, I'm being nice and gentle and calm. I throw it in the crate, and she just sits there and looks at it and will not go in the crate. Wow, for real yeah. meat. Now, here's the other thing. Trying to keep the other dogs away from that also became, you know, <laughs> quite the chore. They don't care. Um, and so I'm like, well, you know what? Let's just go in the laundry room then. I'll just say, that's fine. So I, I walk back there. She will not cross the threshold to go in there. Even for a pee, holding it, and she wants to try to eat it and all that, will not. And I can like, probably get some crazy. of my other huh. more dog savvy friends to help with this problem, but she's our foster. Uh, you know, she's going to be adopted soon. She's lovely. She's beautiful. She's very obedient, except for these few things she doesn't want to do. Yeah, and she'll probably go somewhere where it's fine because oh, she's, she's a snuggle bug. She's a sweetheart of a dog. I love her mm-hmm. to death. But these two things, she's just not. She's, she's not, decided. <laughs> yeah, she's not now. She's just kind of like. Not separating from the pack. They have fun together when they're outside, but they, it's weird. They sleep in totally different rooms. Yeah. And so you just kind of realize the timing is, it's time for her to find She's her. She's a boss. Her yeah. Huh. So earlier, Sam was talking about how, it, you know, when you do have the parent fail or whatever, it's funny because your kids will remember mm-hmm. that forever. Those are the kind of things that stick forever. They don't let you live it down. Right. And they'll poke a little fun at you. And, and 
I, I personally, that's one of those things that I like just because I find it endearing and it's funny because it's a private joke, like Jody said. You know, I mean, it, it, it's something that Specific you want to tell your family and you tell it at holidays around the table yeah. later and that, that sort it of becomes thing. the stuff of legend. Like, and that's what's fun when you get together with a family to tell those kind of stories, you know, and it's, you're kicking yourself for it at the, at the time, whatever it may be. You know, I, you know, big fails or just little stupid things you say you never know what's going to stick one afternoon recently (laughs) i got home to craziness barking dogs jumping dogs and ashley who's sick now our 13 year old boxer she was barking non-stop at me because mm-hmm. she just wanted some attention and a treat. But she, you know, she does that. Oh, yeah. She will bark non-stop. Until you get And I was you. like, yeah. I was I screamed at her, Ashley, I meant to say put a sock in it. And I said, Ashley, put a hole in it. <laughs> and I meant, I was going to, I don't know what else I was going to say, but they you, loved you it. You were probably going to say put a sock in the hole or I don't know. Like that. Yeah. Shut your hole. I don't know what I was going to say, but... Um, Yesterday afternoon. Well, you want me to put a hole? In <laughs> they still. And, and, and the thing is, they're they're instantaneous. Mine are the teens are now. Uh, right. Jackson Parker and Maddie. If I hit one of those when I'm trying to tell them, and you can't, you can't think of the word. They love it instantly. It's coming back at you. It's they love it. Yeah. They love it. It is the it's the good stuff in life. As yeah. long as you've got a family that now you know better than to pick about something that's too raw. Yeah. Or it's you know too hurtful you just know i know i've crossed that line a few times trying to lighten up a moment and it's like okay too soon (laughs) yeah yeah murph coming up jody has your hollywood outsider we know when joe jonas is getting married now to sophie turner and where tell you about it next Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Uh, you know, Joe Jonas, the oldest of the Jonas brothers, is getting married soon. I'm a sucker for you. Uh, See the one with the eyebrows? He's the really attractive one with some sort of thick eyebrows. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I, mean, you I like point Nick a lot, out. too, with that yeah. falsetto. Okay, so Nick is already married. He had like six weddings with Priyanka Chopra. Yeah. And that's recently. That was just a few months back. And Kevin's Joe, married. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kevin is married, has been married for several years. Mm-hmm. So Joe Jonas getting married and what we know, and it is to Sophie Turner, the actress from Game of Thrones who mm-hmm. plays Sansa Stark. She was actually spotted, you saw this, on a Jumbotron this week, guzzling a glass of yeah, wine. Yeah, drinking wine. She knew she was on the Jumbotron, so why not? She's so cute. I don't she know. even posted on Instagram, <laughs> you can do it like a Stark. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they plan to walk down the aisle, Sophia Turner yeah. and Joe Jonas, this June in the south of France. Okay? So that's all we know so far, but that's soon. I guess it's right after Game of Thrones wraps. Mm-hmm. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Every now and then, uh, we're going to miss a call or two because, you know, we're on another line. And that's when you can leave us a voicemail on the 24-hour voicemail at 877-310-4MSJ. And we always check them. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, this is Celia, guys. Listen to you every morning. Thank you. So, my son was in probably first grade, and some girlfriends and I decided that we were going to go on a cruise for the weekend. Went to the Bahamas. I was on the flight to Miami, getting off the plane, and my phone rang. And it's my son's school telling me that I had forgotten to pick him up. And I said, no, his dad is going to pick him up. Mm -hmm. So his dad had overslept and did not pick him up. So Monday, I'm boarding the plane in Miami Mm -hmm. to come back. And my phone rings again. It's the school. He forgot to pick him up again. Mm -hmm. So needless to say, we don't let dad pick the kids up from school anymore. (laughs) 
Oh. Luckily, my son does not remember that at all, but I just find it just absolutely hilarious that he could forget him two days in a row. <laughs> yeah. Two days. So, oh. anyway, you guys are awesome, and you make my day a little brighter every day. And I appreciate uh, it. Thank you, Celia. Thank we appreciate you. that. I, I guess, you know, I, mean, I don't know why that can be a guy thing. If it's not in your regular routine, yeah. I don't know. That must be nice to just kind of live in that space no, where you're only no, no. in the moment. But well, As long as you didn't realize that Ellie was hanging at the bar. You know? yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe he was working. Give us a call anytime and jump in. 877-310-4MSJ. Monica, you want to tell us about your parent fail? Oh, yes. So my children, my boys, love Marvel. They Mm -hmm. think Marvel is like the best. And when they were advertising that Deadpool was going to be coming out, we were all so excited about going, yeah, to see Deadpool. And so we were one of the first people to go and see the movie. Sure. Oh. And I was thinking, you know, it's Marvel. Yeah. Right. It can't be bad. It's okay for the kids. And so so I take them to Deadpool. We go in there and we're sitting there watching it and I'm like, uh... Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rated R. Yeah. Right. And so we get up and we leave the theater. You left in the middle or did you stay? <laughs> oh, no. We left like close to the beginning and okay. as we're walking out I go to the front um, where they are sitting and I, you know the office people mm-hmm. and I was like yeah that's Marvel and they started laughing they're like yes we know and I'm like seriously yeah. that's a Marvel movie yeah <laughs> and they're like and they just handed me my money back <laughs> oh really well that's good yeah you know it's yeah, so funny um, there was no nobody said anything to you about bringing your kids in there then I guess they, they don't. did afterwards. Yeah, afterwards, right. everyone started posting on Facebook about how Deadpool's not for children. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that would have been nice to have known prior to taking them. Yeah. So um, to make me feel even better for Mother's Day, <laughs> my husband and the boys got me a Deadpool T-shirt. Of course, because <laughs> you'll never live it down. That's I can't live it down. So no, funny. No. <laughs> That's why we do the family friendly box office review around around here and you may you must have missed it when that was happening cuz <laughs> Sam was like this is definitely a grown up yeah. superhero movie not for children. Crazy. Yeah. Thank you. Love your show. Thank, Thank you. you. Call Monica. us anytime. We appreciate it. <sighs> you know you all you you have that moment too with your kids the first time you ever watch something that's a little bit objectionable with them next to you. I mean, we we let our girls watch Grease really early on. And that caught me totally off guard because I I I didn't think twice about that. I forgot how racy Rizzo was. Yeah, right. (laughs) All right, thanks. Uh, Jump in anytime. We love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Enjoy the rest of your workday, and uh, you know, with the weekend straight ahead, uh, you can always catch up on anything that you missed on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Plus, come join us later today for another episode of After the Show. Yeah, you only get that there on the podcast.